As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. It's kind of lacking in sound, so I want to make sure get where we can hear you guys. Got the beautiful woman of God, you know, Pastor Patty Ellis is always in the studio with me. I hope you enjoyed her word earlier today at a 945 service. She always got something really teachable that we all can use that's coming from the kingdom of God. But we thank God for the time, this moment, as we prepare ourselves to move forth. And the word of God on this particular morning here at HNLC. Let me kind of check my time. It's always in the afternoon. Wow. You know, it's kind of takes some time to switch things over, get things back in position. You know, no worries, but we always bring something that's going to help you out here at HNLC. For those who actually come into the studio, know, know how to get into the studio. Yeah, you want more information, more of the services we have at HNLC, you want to go to our website, which is harvestnewlifechurch.com. But if you're actually coming on the show as of right now, and you want to listen and hear what the Word of God is coming forth, you want to go to Spreaker.com. You want to go to Spreaker.com, you want to go to its platform, and it's going to have its search bar. And as you go to its search bar, you want to put in Harvest New Life Church, and it's going to bring you a plethora of shows that I have on that particular platform on the HNLC, which is Harvest New Life Church. And what you want to do is you want to click on the one that's kind of a bluish color, got me uh, standing there, got my wife on the right side from actually my point of view looking at the computer. My wife is on the right side, I'm on the left side. You got my little beautiful daughter sitting below there. And when you click on that, that's going to get you right into the show lab. We're going to deal with this area over here how your sins will find you out. We're going to get ourselves in position here. We're going to pray and go forth. And uh, we're going to actually um, let you know about a few commercials. Let's bring a few commercials. We got the one we got going to bring a few commercials uh, about some things that's going on in the. Um, Dallas Fort Worth Metroplex is going to be in the Sherman area. One of the pastors named I always get his name kind of. He's an African descent pastor. I think he's really out of Kenya, and I really think he's a fine man of God. But um, want to get some information about him. It's come out of twenty second for those who have sick ones, those who want to have friends and families, and still yet not bleed to the point that the power of God is just still moving through the anointing and the land of hands and the blessing of oils, we're going to get some information to come out on the 22nd out in the city of Sherman. Well, not the city of Sherman, in the city of Richardson on Sherman Street. So, woman of God, you want to give them that information here? I'm going to pull the music back here just a little bit. Yes, join Pastor Joseph Mawenya for Miracle Night. And it is at his Church of Global Fellowship Church. And that contact information is www.iam.com gfc.org 
That's I am Global Fellowship Church. So you remember that.org. And also there's a phone number if you need further information at 214-774-9568. Again, that's Miracle Night to be held on Friday, February the 22nd. And it shows to be just an awesome night for miracles. If you haven't ever experienced this before, experience miracles right here, right now. This is an opportunity to join Global Fellowship Church. Amen. This this is something as we continue to just kind of pull the music back a little bit, make sure you guys are hearing this properly. This is a this is what needs to be brought back into the body of Christ. You know, we talk about, you know, just the oral talk or performance of just speaking. Well, the God of God didn't speak that over in the book of Matthew chapter 15. I want to get into that particular part of the scripture. But it talks about how Jesus was moving along the coastlines and he had different things. He was taking places. He ministered and healed people. He went to a kind of a closed place and he began to talk to his father. And then here come all those men of one but God. Probably uh, the word of God declares when you look at some of the breakdowns, it was about a thousand people. But Jesus in the mission, it really gives a point about how God continues to ask us to do work. And how you don't look at whether what somebody say, think, or do, or the size of structure of buildings, names, titles, and position. Your job is to do the work of what God's called you to do. There's an assignment that God's given you. And your assignment has not been delayed. It's not been hampered. There's no expiration date on what the power of God has given you. According to Jeremiah 1 and 5, you was created, you was designed, you was engineered to be that prophet, that mentor to somebody in life. So even as we go into the doors and our churches and the buildings and the bricks and the mortar, you got to be able to understand and realize this. Look here. Is there signs? Is there power? Is there illumination moving in this house to the point where Christ speaks about in this word of God? In that particular area, the book of chapter 15, the book of Matthew, he talks about over there in that gospel how Jesus was kind of hanging along doing the shorelines, you know, going about doing the work of the work, you know, work of what, what Father sent him to do. And the Bible said he went to a closed place to be able to get in private with his father to hear what he had to say that's come from the kingdom of God. And guess what? As he went on his knees, he wasn't getting any rest. And that's how you're supposed to be. You're supposed to constantly be moving with the word of God in you, according to Joshua 1 and 8. Meditating on the word of God because you never know when God's going to bring somebody before you. But Jesus being actually in that in that prostate position, getting ready to pray to the Father to see what kind of instructions he had to give the disciples. Here comes a multitude, about a thousand people. <clears throat> and the Bible said Jesus healed every one of them. The power of God is raw for you, just as he did with Apostle Paul in Acts chapter 11. Father God, we thank you. We bless you for this time, this moment, as we go forth in the word of God, decreeing, declaring, speaking, and understanding to realize, Father God, this is a season that we're in. Not a season just to pass through, but to feel the anointing and the power, the glory, and all that you have given us, Father God, according to the kingdom of God, that we have the power to speak and declare, call things out of position, in position, that be not through a word. Father God, we ask you to bless this word, illuminate it, transform it, change it. Let it be a third heaven word, Father God, as we go forth, that we may know and understand and realize in this season right now, you have given us the ability, even when you defeated death on the cross, that you say greater work that we may do because now you sit on the right hand side of your father interceding on our behalf. Father God, we thank you for this time we're about to spend with you in the mighty name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. I pray, Lord. Amen. Let's quickly get into the word of God. Let's go over to the book of Amos um, chapter chapter nine. We're going to have a woman of God to kind of you want to you want to you want to take reading on that? Yeah. Chapter nine. Okay. 
I'm going to let her start off in chapter nine. It's always good to share. That way I won't have to, you know, as she reads, then I won't have to do as much. And it's always good to have a tag team. You know, you can't do it all yourself. You got to have uh, the ministrating, what we talk about the fivefold. All that's got to be imputed in your church. You know, if you're an apostle, you got to have some prophets there. If you got prophets of your church, you got to have some apostles there. You got to have some pastors and teachers, evangelists, everything to bring the unique uh, ability up at Ephesians 4.11 to get that unity. Everybody on the team cannot play the same position. If you're a wise man, you understand who you are, you'll continue to raise up men around uh, around you to continue to push the word forward, uh, further here in the season that we're in. You can't do it yourself. You may try it, but you can't do it yourself. You might as well learn how to train people up because it's not about you. The gift that God gave you wasn't for you. It's for others who are suffering here on earth that they might understand and realize and have the right to the true life. Well, God, let's go ahead and we're going to the King James Version. Uh, we're going to read that uh, chapter nine. We're going to read down to the second verse. And we're going to actually look at Amos uh, in the Amplified. It's called the AMPC Classic. We're going to look at that also. One of God, go ahead and whatever you're ready. I saw the Lord standing by the altar and he said, strike the doorposts that the thresholds may shake and break them on the heads of them all. I will slay the last of them with the sword. He who flees from them shall not get away, and he who escapes from them shall not be delivered. Though they dig into hell, from there my hand shall take them. Though they climb up to heaven, from there I will bring them down. Let's move quickly. Uh, let's just kind of we'll stay right there. Let's move over to the book of uh, uh, Luke. Let's look at Luke chapter 1. But in the meantime, when the gates, when they gathered to them together in memorable amount of people, as much as they trotted upon each other, and they began to say unto him, disciples, first, all beware of the leaven of the Pharisees. Let's make sure we understand what we're saying right here, because this is going to run very significantly in terms of what's reading in the first uh, one and two of Amos chapter nine. He said, in the meantime, that were, uh, were gathered together, look over here, an uh, innumerable multitude of people. We're talking about the process of even in uh, Matthew chapter 15, Jesus going about doing his daily work in conjunction, confirming the word of God that Jesus declared according to uh, the, uh, John chapter 14, 10 through 11. He came to do the work of the one he sent me. Believe it or not that I'm in the Father and the Father in me. Well, if you listen really closely, what this apostle is telling you is running all together in terms of what God said. He sent his son on the earth to be a demonstration not only a demonstration to the one he's healing, but to know that the power is in you. And even in the midst of all the destruction around you, the things you see that seem so innumerable, the word of God is yet telling you to shake the doors of the door post, shake the doors of the people, to let them know that you're still in control. And all those who are rebelling and study walking in sin and hear the word of God, strike them. Because now God is giving you the opportunity that he died on the cross for the right of your sins, for the remission of your sins. That now he called out to you to Romans 10, 8, 9. What sayeth thou? The word of God is near you, it's in your mouth. The opportunity of mercy and grace is always there for you. Jesus declares the word in the book of Amos chapter 9. Excuse me, that man, woman of God. He, he speaks the word in Amos chapter 9. He says, he saw them standing upon the altar and he says, smite the, the lentil. He strike the door, you know, wherever there's sin in, Jesus want to come in and shake that place. 
that you may be free from every obscurity that caused you to continue to fall away from him. You go back to the book of Luke. You look at Luke. He said, in the meantime, there were gathered together an innumerable multitude in as much as they tried it upon each other. Look at here. This is the people who you, when you actually get to the point, you begin to speak the word of God. You begin to shake the very sins of their foundation. They know that what they're doing is not right. The Bible declares, according to the word of God, if you walk upright, Psalms 84, 11, there's no good thing you hold from you because many of us are hearing the word of God. We go back over to the area uh, the book. I know we're shooting a lot of information from to you guys. You go back to the book of first John chapter four. You believe what the word of God says, believe not every spirit, but he said that test the spirits to see what sort they are because many types of false prophets that went out into the world today. The Bible said the word of God to declared, but signs, wonders, and miracles. Take it back to the Matthew chapter 15 you see that jesus going about doing his work and then here come a multitude of people not only they came they heard about the fame and they took a chance to say hey look this man has got a record on healing people y'all understand what i'm telling you here when you go to a place or assembly it's got to prove to the fact that the holy spirit leads there and it rules and it reigns there it's not just a bunch of words coming forth to make you feel good jesus declared the creed is a number of people in luke chapter 12 he said the multitude of people as much as they trotted upon each other and they began to to say unto the disciples, first of all, first of all, this is what Christ wants you to understand. Beware of the leaven of the Pharisees. The Pharisees always ate leaven bread as a point of the time during the course of time when it's going through these particular Pentecost. They believe that's what they ate during the course of Pentecost. Don't put any leaven, <clears throat> leaven in the bread. And it wasn't necessarily about not putting the leaven in the bread. It was about your understanding and the ways of God. In other words, God declares it like this. Jesus declares it like this. It's not what goes in from the physical standpoint that's eliminated through the backside, but what goes in that comes to the heart. And that's your Jeremiah 1 and 8. That's the constantly meditating on the word of God, declaring, decreeing, hearing, understanding the wisdom that God has put in you, that he called you not to only be just a person of Christ on earth, but a merchant, a merchant. Step into the world of power loyalty and luck i'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse with family cannolis and spins mean everything now you want to get mixed up in the family business introducing the godfather at chabacasino.com test your luck in the shadowy world of the godfather slot someday i will call upon you to do a service for me play the godfather now at chabacasino.com welcome to the family VGW Group. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. It is Ryan here and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Constantly giving out the word of God in areas that people may be held. He began to say unto them in this particular area in Luke chapter 12, he said unto them, disciples, first of all, beware of the leaven of the Pharisees, not just because of the Pharisees, but you as a man of God. When you go out into the hedges and the highways, you begin to see people who are going through challenges and changes in their life. You go back to the word of God, a book of uh, Amos is a woman of God. Ready? He said to them, standing up on the altar, he said to them, smite the mental, smite, smite the lentil of the door. See, when you are a man of God, you got power to move in. 
wherever there's sin, grace greatly abounds. The Bible declares like this when you be when when when, when you're walking in to where sin is, then, then in other words, if that's death, then it's got to get out. When power walks in, then the death has got to move out. When you look at Jesus declaring this word according to the book of Luke, and you look at the word of Luke, Luke began to talk about that because of the leaven of the Pharisees, which is hypocrisy, lying. Go back to John 4, write it in your notes, First John 1 and 4. Look at the first two, three verses. It's beginning to tell you the very words that Christ said, beware of what you're hearing. Luke begins, not Luke, but uh, Timothy begins, well, John, well, Paul begins to speak to Timothy. And telling them over in the second chapter, Timothy, he begins to make a strong word to them about rebuking and correction. There'll come a time they not receive sound doctrine. Well, if you think about what he's saying there over in the book of second Timothy and that fourth chapter, he tells them the same thing over in first John four. There are some things that's going to be going on right here. It's not because of the feelings that you need. You got to know where you're going. You got to understand the leaven, the leaven. Listen to me, man, the woman, God, the leaven, the amount of sin or the amount of language that's going out, whether it be true or not, because the word of God declares in John 4, 24, those who what worship me, you have to worship him in spirit and in truth. Now, the reason he warns him about these particular things, he goes on down to the second verse. He said, there's nothing. He said, there is nothing covered that should not be revealed. Neither hid nor should be known. Woman God, let's go back over to Amos chapter um, chapter two, and let's look over here in this particular third verse. And I want you guys to stay with me here. What's being said here? Because there's some information that's going to help you. You're not just going to church to get a sing in a choir, and somebody's talking a good word to you. The power of the demonstration of the illumination of the Holy Spirit has to move. Signs, wonders, and miracles has to be in that house. When you learn to set the atmosphere, then the power of God is present. Not the one who's speaking the word of God, but the illumination and the glory of God will come in knowing the things that's going on in your life already that he will deliver you from everything in you that's trying to make you feel other than what God declared to be. Look at verse 3 in Amos chapter 3. Let's look at this. It's a very powerful scripture. We're going to see some things here. Woman of God. And though they hide themselves on top of Carmel, from there I will search and take them. Though they hide from my sight at the bottom of the sea, from there I will command the serpent, and it shall bite them. Though they go into captivity before their enemies, from there I will command the sword, and it shall slay them. I will set my eyes on them for harm and not for good. Come on now. Now let's go back over to Amos chapter, uh, chapter I mean uh, Luke chapter 12. Let's look at Luke chapter 12. Let's look what he said in the second verse. Let's, let's, let's really get a good look at Luke chapter uh, 12, uh, 2 and 3. Then we're going to move over to Mary and Proverbs. We're going to just kind of just break some information down to you, let you see how the word of God, it confirms itself over and over and over again. It's not a word to make you feel good. It's not nothing to make you enthusiastic. It's something. It's food for your spirit. You know, people say food for your soul, but you need food for your spirit because your spirit, which is the word of God that lives in controls the flesh. If you understand what the book of Galatians says, you know, uh, you, you got to walk in the spirit, not the soul. You got to walk in the spirit that you don't fulfill the lust and the desire. Now, that's the soul that makes you get after the lust because there's a quantity that's going on between the two. That's hypocrisy, sin, things you've done when you were young and you got to get rid of it. It's going to receive all the blessings of Christ. Look at this in the book of Luke chapter 12. As a woman of God began to read over in Amos, um, the later part of Amos chapter four, 
Well, let's look at Amos chapter yeah, chapter four. Though he said, though they though they go into captivity, that right there, just breaking that part right there. Though they go into captivity before their enemies, this is what he says. Therein will command the sword. That means you hide among other sinners. The word of God talks about we have sinners among righteous men. Remember the story about the man who came out and said, look here, Christ. Lord, somebody's played wheat beyond the tear. Okay, God said, don't worry about it. I do the separating. You just got much of sinners outside the church is in the church. You got much sin behind the pulpit. It's not behind the pulpit. Y'all understand what I'm saying? Allegations of things that's going on right now that the world has now been accepted rather than bringing them under reprimand. They're letting these guys do anything and get away with anything in the doors of the house of God. And they still praise the very people who committed the sins rather than bringing them under reprimand and causing them to sit down for a while until God restores them. Listen to what he says. This, this apostle is teaching you. And you know, a lot of things I teach you, you may not like it, but you know what? You'd rather have the truth than have a lie. And that's what I'm going to give you. He says over in verse four, and though they go into captivity, I mean, among your people who you feel the sinning, there is, I will still command the sword. You can't even hide among your enemies and receive a blessing from Christ in the terms of why you say I'm, 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 un, I'm among good people, but I'm still dealing with issues in my life. See, the Bible says bitter and sweet. It's the same thing that comes out of your mouth. Bitter and sweet can't dwell. In words. When you look at the book of Galatians, he said that thing is contrary. It, it, see, oil and water can't fit together. There's a diversity there. You can't be a sinful man and woman of God and still hang around amongst people who are pure and of the word of God. Now, I ain't saying everybody is pure, but at least they got to understand what the kingdom of God is. And yet you still doing the things of the world strongly and not trying to solidify yourself to do things of Christ, which is right. If you come among them with the enemy and mentality that you have in your life, God said, I'm still going to deal with you. If you're not learning from anybody who's around you that know the word of God, then I'm going to still deal with you. And sometimes we look back and we wonder in our life, well, she was a good church woman. He was a good man. Well, what happened to them? Well, who knows what goes on behind closed doors? It's not just because you're in the face of the people in the church and it looks good on Facebook. It looks live and all that. There's a separation. God is really wanting you to do your character that when you by yourself. When you're alone with Christ, how you treat your husband, how husband try to treat your wives, how you treat your children. Everybody is guilty of the thing because, you know, we got to get at our kids every now and then. But there's a certain way that you don't provoke them. You don't provoke them in things that you want them to turn away, to go out there and turn to the world or your wife to the point where she may go out and have an extramarital affair or you go out and have an extramarital affair. God does decree these things according to the book of Leviticus. We can't go in, in, in the book of Leviticus. Got kind of tongue tied there. I can't go into that right now because it's going to lead me to a whole nother teaching. But the word of God is telling you in verse four, although the captive, all, now see, see, you, you see, when you look at the breakdown, you look at this particular scripture. I want to show you something here. See, when the Holy Spirit gives you something, it's going to be different what man says versus what God says. Let me show you something here. Let's look at something here. In the, in the, um, we look at something. We've got a little time. I'm going to be with you guys. Alone. It's a pretty, this is a, a two-fold message. It's a three, another part to this. But I want to show you something here because most people, you, you, you mean, now I'm not saying me, myself, we depend on the writings of man than the writings of the Holy Spirit. Does that make sense to you? In other words, when you look at the word of God from your concords and your breakdown, it gives you an understanding of what they had talked about. But that's not scripture. It gives you a narrative breakdown of what that scripture may have said, but it's not scripture. Am I helping somebody? 
that's that's giving you about of a break. Like even you look at a story, you look at the credits of a story. When you look at a movie, it's broke down. But the people behind the scene that was played the role. But in the fact, the credit just give you the information of who was in the scene. That's what the word of God is doing here. People, scholars, book people, uh, what you call different philosophers got different there. That's why you got these different concordance and things out. But I'm telling you something, man, you got to depend on the Holy Spirit. Let's look at something here in Amos chapter nine. And I want to go down to this particular fourth verse. And I want to look at this fourth verse and I want to look at something real close here. Even captive in the enemy's land would not provide refuge from God. Did y'all understand that? It's just telling you that even in the enemies in the good people's side of town still didn't provide refuge. It didn't get on a Psalms 46 that I'm a very present help in a very present time of need. In other words, that don't apply to them because you can't do evil and expect good to come. You can't do good and expect and keep doing evil. That's what he says. What is it? What is it? Uh, what is it? Uh, Corinthians. You know, should we continue on to what? S-I-N, that grace mm -hmm. abounds. We all fell short of it. All you got to do is read Ephesians chapter two. Then what was our trespassing and sin? But see, when you think of yourself to be a little bit more better than everybody else, the word of Galatians said you didn't already deceive yourself. Man and woman God who are killing themselves to prove something in earth that they are. Now, when I was understanding my point of this, you got to be able to run your race. This is one thing about it from an athletic point of view, whether it be in corporate, whether it be whatever it may be. When you run the business and you do what you're supposed to do in that business, corporation, grocery store, whatever it may do, husband, wife, whatever. When you do your part, you don't have to worry about the stipulations may come. Then if you build more good, then when evil do come, then you got something you can draw from. You hear the old people say, I got to send up timber. You know, they talk about where I'm going to send I'm sending up timber in the kingdom. So they know that evil times going to come. Because the word of God says there's an angel that's called death. And Jesus said, I defeated him already on the cross. I don't want to get too far off of this. But when he talks about how he defeated him on the cross, he defeated the last danger, the last angel, the last sin that was death. And he said, now look, now greatness that you may do, then now I'll go to my father. What is the greatness you may do? He proved to you that while he was on earth, Hebrews 12, I am the author and the finisher of your faith. I'm going to show you how it's supposed to be done. I'm going to take you over to John 14 for those who are inquisitive about the word of God. Believe it not that I'm in the father, greater than he that's in you than he did in the world. Jesus breaks it all the way down to 14. The same power that he had on earth, you got also. So when a heathen is around you, a person who don't really understand the word of God hangs among you and thinking they're secure. God said, I'll pull them out and let them know how the word of God say, want to be grinded in the field or want to be taken. Mm -hmm. Sometimes you see people around you get sick and you don't get sick. God said, I spared you because that individual is a representation to let you know, don't you keep on going and sin because I'm going to find you out. You got to get a good understanding of what the word of God is commanding you in your life, in your season that you're in. You're getting too much book knowledge. You're not getting enough revelation set down and reading come before God. Sometimes you can't see nothing until you get on your knees. Now, let, let, let me finish this out in, in Amos chapter 4. Although, the, although they go into captivity among their own, what they think they say with, they're the enemies. There's our commander sword and shall slay them. And I will set my eyes upon them for evil and not of good. Psalms, what is it? Our Bishop Raymond Johnson, God, I, you always get me this in. First of all, you got to have a Mark 9 and 23. The man of God who had the son that was demonic possessed, he, he, he told Christ, I can't believe it, but help my unbelief. Mm -hmm. You take the same thing, you go back to Psalms 84, 11. He said, now, if you believe according to Romans 10, 8, 9, if you confess, then when you're struggling, guess what he tells you now? If you do good, 
that don't that the evil may not come. So now when I see you doing good, then my grace is gonna help you out because I know you got a mind to want to try to do right. And that's why he says in Psalm 84, 11, I will be your real God. The God is a sun and a shield. Can I help somebody? Amen. Know what? What kind of thing, Patty? Good mm-hmm. thing. Well, I hold from those. Come on. You got to walk upright. Sometimes you got to walk like you got a plank in your back. Not in the physical, but in the spiritual. Mm-hmm. That's where your Joshua 1 and 8 comes. Oh, I can't do it. You get this word in you. Like Bishop Raymond Johnson says down in Baton Rouge, Louisiana. You, I guarantee you, you keep on putting this word. Uh, something going to hit you. Come, come on. Step into the world of power. Loyalty and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Let's go over here to the area of Proverbs chapter uh, 15. Let's look at some of chap- Proverbs chapter 15. Guys, turn over there. We're going to give a few minutes to get there. I hope this is helping somebody. Powerful information and scriptures that come forth. But you got to have a mind to receive. You can't rebuttal the word of God. Mm-hmm. Everything that I speak and I run my race is not going to be like everybody race. But you know, I'm on the track. Everybody in the body of Christ is not going to give you the same information. And the thing about the body of Christ and the way it is right now, you got to stop fighting the one, one another. You got to stop saying this, that, and the other. You got to have a mind. See, see, if you're evil thinking, then the, the, the blessings. See, the, the word of God, let me just say this. Let me just say this. I'm going to help somebody with this. You can forget about your blessings if you don't have the first thing that he says in the book of Galatians 5 and 14. He makes it very clear. All the laws and commands are fulfilled in four words, four little letters. What is it, Patty? Love. L O V E. You can't receive nothing from Christ. You can't receive blessings from Christ. You can't receive the word when he said no good thing what I hold from you. That's if you walk up right. You can speak 6 and 33, Matthew 6 and 33 all day long. But if you ain't got that four letter word, L-O-V-E. I heard a man of God and I heard it the other day and I don't really, you know, I don't really say anything when they get into dispute conversations on, you know, uh, these particular network because it's just a bunch of stuff out there you know quit wasting your time with stuff that don't mean that don't answer everything you see yourself don't get into all that stuff some of it just meaningless it's just leading you down a dark trail to nothing it's not going to lead to nothing a bunch of feelings being thrown out and just people talking in this particular conversation you know um it was that person who was dealing with some negativity things in their life i hear a lot of that and then I hear a lot of this in the body of Christ, a lot among the saints and the members, and I don't know where to get the teaching from, but somebody need to correct them. Leave them alone or feed them from afar. That's a lie. Go over to the book of Galatians and understand and really get a concept about how you receive your blessings. The Bible says, according to the book of Ephesians, that notice what I'm saying, man, woman, God, 
The Bible says in past times. Matter of fact, y'all go to the book of Ephesians. Matt, Patty, go to the book of Ephesians. Let, let's let her read it to the book of Ephesians chapter 2. Because I want to get you to see how most people are missing out on a blessing based on what hearsay says. You're going to have to have a personal relationship with Christ and you're going to have to have it with love. You can't do it any other way. You don't have the right to throw anybody away because the word of God in the book of Ephesians told you you was there also. And you're probably still that way fighting some things. Don't encourage another person to be able to leave someone alone or get away from somebody to the point that you feel that you have outgrown enough to the point your blessings can still come and you be evil that good may come. He just told you that in the book of Amos. Look what it says in Ephesians 2 when the woman of God read this in Ephesians 2. Let's look at this right here. And you he made alive who were dead in trespasses and sins. All of us. In which you once walked according to the course of this world. All of us. According to the prince of the power of error, the spirit who now works in the sons of disobedience. We loved it. Among whom also we all once conducted ourselves in the lusts of our flesh. Everybody. Fulfilling the desires of the flesh and of the mind. Strongly. And were by nature children of wrath, just as the others. Now, hold on a second right there. But this is a lot of things we say. If any man that be in Christ, he's a new creature, all old. That's scripture. See, you just can't be a sayer and not a doer. You can't encourage people with the same kind of negative spirit you have and expect blessings to come to you. Because that, that's what you call heresy. That's what you mm-hmm. call hypocrisy. Teaching people to be in denial about another individual and you just got just, you just as bad. If, look at me and everybody. We're all like that. As long as you sitting here on this earth breathing, you're sinning. That's why the word of God says, Our Father who art in heaven, how that be thy name, let thou kingdom come thou will be done on earth as it is in heaven for he said this day this is the day you got to have the love in you to walk right with christ and that's why you can look at psalms 84 11 if i walk upright now there's no good thing that god will hold for me go back to galatians chapter 5 look at the verse 14 all the laws and the commands are filled in one principle or one word what is that love you're going to have to love Mm-hmm. He gives you an illustration about things that happen to you. If you go down in verse 15, he said, but if you're mean, in other words, he said, bite, kick, scratch, and devour. That, that, look here. That's a boomerang. You can't speak love. Some Christians are some of the meanest people you can see in your life. I've just got to tell it. Some of the meanest folk you want to see in your life. But the first thing that come out of their mouth is hallelujah. I'm not criticizing anybody. Because we got to go back to the book of Ephesians and know there's still some things in all of us that we got yet still work out. We got to work out our own that not somebody else's. If you're not clear and understood about the word of God and the way it should be pronounced and done, don't encourage anybody else based on how you still shortcoming. Don't tell anybody just to do this, do that, and you know it's not right. You got to understand what the word of God says over in the book of Galatians. He goes on in the book of Galatians. He gives you variations of all the information, how you should walk in the spirit. If you understand what he said in Galatians 5 and 6, he said, walk in the spirit that you not fulfill the lust and the desires of the flesh. Let's, let's move a little. I can, you know, God has given me just a bit to teach and do all things. Look at here. Let's go to the book of, uh, of, let's stay with Amos chapter 9. Let's look at uh, Proverbs 15. Let's stay with Proverbs 15, rolling off of uh, Amos 9 and 4. Let's look at this. Look what says in 15. Come on, woman, God. A soft answer turns away wrath, but a harsh word stirs up anger. 
The tongue of the wise uses knowledge rightly, but the mouth of fools pours forth foolishness. The eyes of the Lord are in every place, keeping watch on the evil and the good. Come on, come on, woman God. Go ahead and elaborate on that. The, you know, the, we were saying in the other scripture that, you know, that everything is going to come to light. God sees everything. And when we're talking about the scriptures, having love in your heart, you have to have love within. Because what happens is that that love within will come out. It comes out in your actions. It comes out in your words. And so that's why we have these scriptures that to know how as a representative of the kingdom that we're to do things a certain way and we're we can't just say anything that comes out of our mouth and we can't just act any kind of way and I, again i love this this scripture because these these words come to life when we we read them because god works with each one of us amen god knows each one of us the thoughts and the plans. That's what mm-hmm. he says. He does. And he knows what we need. And we have guidance. We have reminders in the word. And that first part of that scripture, a soft answer turns away wrath. But a hard, harsh word stirs, or a hard word stirs up anger. Just think about it in your own life. And we've had examples in our own life, haven't we, from both of those. When we may become in, in, in a heated debate with someone. And what happens when you when those words start to come out, and those harsh words start to come out, it just it fuels. And it makes it bigger, doesn't it? It makes it bigger than what it, what it needs to be. Amen. So as representatives of Christ, we have to watch our tongue. And what comes out. Because remember, we are disciples. Amen. We're disciples of Christ. And we're to bring others into the kingdom. And in order to, to do that, we have to, to walk upright. And when we, when we say in that scripture, the Lord's, are, the Lord's eyes are everywhere. They're in, the Lord's eyes are everywhere, even in solitude, even when we're by ourselves. So... Whether we're alone, whether we're in a group of people, we guard ourselves. Amen. Amen. Well put. Well, you 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 you, you got to receive teaching. You got to receive teaching. I mean, you know, y'all know we've been doing this for years, and most of the people who know me, I mean, I mean, I love everybody. I mean, I just got to tell you like that. I mean, but see, mm-hmm. when it comes down this competition stuff, I'm out. Cause see, I know what I'm. I know what he's put in me. Amen. I know my side of the field and what I'm supposed to play. So whether I hear from you or I don't hear from you, there's no disliking me about you, because I tell you this all the time, and you but you really need to hear this. Now I'm saying you better hear this. You can throw it off if you want to. People who refuse, people who come against you, people who put you down. Don't stay. Don't worry about it. The Bible says that that you got to have a heart of love. He said, love those who do what? Despitefully use, come against, disdain, put down. Why does he say that? Because once God says the battle is not his, but not yours, but his, all you have to do, 
You don't need to fight against somebody who wrongly do you, take advantage of you. Just watch their life. I guarantee and declare by the word of God, you will hear a rumor. Mm-hmm. You don't have to do anything. Whether they like you, whether they dislike you, just like they did Christ, just like they did people who don't like Jesus Christ, they don't like God, they don't like the word, they don't like you, they don't like, just, don't, don't, just keep on treating them with love. No. Just keep on treating them with love. Don't worry about what they think about you. Just keep on treating them in love. And man, woman, God, that very individual is going to need. Now, the stubbornness that'll take them out quicker is because they deny the fact that the very person in their life could help them come out of the very illness they're in. People who lash out, people put their mouth against you, just just watch. Just, just watch their mouth. Just watch the things after you go on as you continue to pray for them and keep them lifted up in your heart, not just saying it, actually doing it. Amen. Just watch the rumors and things that come through. Look what the word of God says over here in the area of uh, verse 7 in uh, Amos chapter 7. And we're going to run off Colossians and we're going we're gonna to get out of here because this, this is a four-part series. Just like, you know, we're dealing with Judah. I mean, Jericho. You know, I want you to guys continue to keep get stay with me on Jericho because that's a powerful teacher. I mean, I don't make anybody do anything. I mean, you do what you want to do. All I'm saying is, if it's right, then stay with it. If it's wrong, get away from it. That's simple. And I know over here it's a right word. We're not trying to gather anything but competition to people to make us up. I, I, do, I do this work. Whether it be the zero displays, whether people say, hey, good, it doesn't matter. I got to continue. See, you don't get on a track to run a race based on, if you got on a track and nobody was on the track and your time came to run, it, it, it doesn't matter. Stay in your lane and run your assignment. Whether nobody's on the track with you, because you're really supposed to be focused on your lane. Don't look to the other side. If you got any sense about how it is to be a, a, a superior athlete and how to do things, you're gonna learn how to have the you're gonna learn that to learn how to focus. Because it's not about who's running against you, as Paul said. It's not given to the swift. It's an endurance run. All the things if I walk upright, if I treat people right, you just, just gotta but look some of the credible man of God. They don't worry about whether you see them or not. Some of the greatest people on this particular networks, sometimes you see them, sometimes I look at somebody works, this guy does great work. You see people, two hits, three hits, because you can't cahoots in the word of God. If it's the truth, then it's the truth. If you don't like it, so be it. Nobody can make you a spoon feed you, force feed you in anything. It's up to you. But all I say, just watch. Just, just watch how things roll out for you. The word of God says in verse 7, we got to get out of here. We're going to have one more thing. We're going to do in the Colossians, and we got to go. He said, are you not the children of Ethiopia? Unto me, O children of Israel, saith the Lord. Look what he said. Have I not bought you up out of the land of Egypt? That's God's sin and significant sin. The reason he put a question like that, he said, but all these things I've done for you, now bought you to point, even died on the cross for the mission of your sins. And yet you still rebel and treat your brother and sister as if they weren't even created by me. You say you love God and you say you hate somebody, you better re-up. You better get it right. Because yeah, God never made anything to have. What if they do you wrong? Well, I don't believe in strikers. I, I don't believe in strikers. I don't believe in men who beat on women. I don't believe vice versa women who do things in that other nature. I don't, I don't believe in that. I believe if there's something in the midst of that, then you need to pray to God for direction. Don't move on your own because it could be fatal. Amen. But I don't allow anyone to stay in any condition or any situation that's not right. 
Covenants is a powerful thing. I'm talking about marriage covenants, not you shacking and living. I'm talking about a covenant with Christ ordained by the power invested in me through the Holy Spirit, not of the state that I now pronounce you because every marriage ain't ordained by God. It may be ordained by the state, but ordained by God. Are you not the children? It says in verse seven, are you, he's making a, he's making a claim against them. Are you not the children of Ethiopia unto me? Then you mind. O children of Israel, saith the Lord, have not I bought you, have not I bought Israel up out of Egypt? And the Philistines, is that, is that capture? Shafar? What's that? That's a, captor. Was it? Captor? Mm -hmm. And the Syrians out of Kerr? Am I in there? Mm -hmm. Have I not? Notice what he says there. When those of you who like to do your little commentary breakdown, you believe in them so much, I got to give it to you because sometimes you can get weak in the spirit and you don't understand that you believe the man's writing before the Holy Spirit writings, mm -hmm. which should be to you to get on your knees and prostrate yourself and hear what the word of God says about that which is given, whether than what the man printed in the book. I guarantee you, when the word of God says, eyes have not seen, ears have not heard. Now you can run across a philosopher and make it up. And you can run it. You, you can run at them if you want to. Seminary, all that stuff, been to all that. But I'm going to tell you something. He said, eyes have not seen, ears have not heard. Now, that's in 1 Corinthians, the second chapter. And that's what Paul speaks about in the area of the ninth verse. Neither has it entered into the heart. This information you see right here, that's not scripture. That's a breakdown of some man he wrote to get you in familiarity of what happened during the course of this time. But the word of God says, once again, eyes have not seen. That means you can't prescript the Holy Ghost. Mm -hmm. This is why when you go into some ministry, some place, it's good for you to study. But when you led by the power of God for information that's going on, you, you can't glean that by your own. That's why you stand up studying all night. It's good for you to read and understand because God needs to pull whatever out of you. He needs to pull out of you during the course of time. He's going to deal with you in that individual or that place. But he says over here in this particular uh Seventh verse. Just give you the breakdown for those who, who like breakdown. Y'all like this stuff rather than praying. I'm telling you, you got to do more praying than reading. It's okay, but you got to understand what God's going to lead you to. He said, Ethiopia refers to a region near the south horizon, Israel, geographically. Knowledge of the south Egypt or Egyptian. A ritual question told to Israel were not only recipients, this is what he said, of God's attention and care. But God loved all people, even the Philistines, even the Syrians. Hmm. It wasn't based on the fact that the Philistines and the Syrians, and they beat them down all the time. God still loved them. But I'm telling you, man, of God, when you rebel against the word of God, you become an enemy of God, especially when you're going against his people. The scriptures are clear that people use it all the time. Touch not my anointing. Do my prophets no harm. Look all through the years of the battles that went on. Tell me how God and his and his and his and his information prevailed over all those who came against him. Mm -hmm. How did that happen? Well, he is a kill you God. He's I don't think a God out there go out and murder people. Well, hold on a second. He gives you an open opportunity to get with him or get with the devil. If you get with the devil, you're out of here. You go, God. I got a plan for your life. What is it? What is it? What is Jeb? What is it, Patty? What did it say, Jeremiah? What is that? I know the plans I have. I know the he got a plan for you. Mm -hmm. You fail to receive the plan that God has for you. It won't be long. I'm telling you, man, what God, you better hear me, hear me good. 
There's a lot. And I'm speaking a word of prophetic to here. There's a lot of things that are going to get exposed this year. Not only in the health side, but behind closed doors. God's about to open it up. Amen. There's things in the spirit that sickness is going on in the bodies of people that you ain't heard, seen, or known before. They're going through surgeries. They're doing the operations. But they have not come under the understanding to realize that the plan that God has for them, for them to come and get right. They still want to walk in their rebellious ways. These things we're speaking now, because now when you listen to people now, it's all about them. My this, my, my. Did you see I, we, God never bought you on earth to be an instrument to yourself. He bought you on earth to be an instrument to help others receive that what he have put into you as being called to be a, harv a harvest reaper. That's why he said the harvest is truly great. The labor and the laborings are few. Man, woman, God, I don't know where you are and how you're receiving this, but I'm telling you over here, we bring a word. It ain't about you being inspiration, jumping up and down, turning, flipping, but it's a word. Woman, God, come on, close this out here. Give us the last words on this. Over in the book, over in the, uh, over in the book of uh, Colossians. I want her to elaborate on this Colossians. Matter of fact, let's leave Colossians for next time. Let's go over to Corinthians. Y'all go to 2 Corinthians 5. 2 Corinthians 5, go to 9 and 11, and she's going to close us out and say, hey, it's a pleasure to be with you guys. She's going to take it over. She's a powerful teacher. I love her to death, and she can, I mean, she's an amazing teacher. Come on, woman of God. 1 Corinthians, 2 Corinthians, I'm sorry, 2 Corinthians 5, 9 to 11. She's going to give you some time to get there. Follow along with her. 2 Corinthians 5 and 9. Down to 11. Therefore, we make it our aim, whether present or absent, to be well-pleasing to him. For we must all appear before the judgment seat of Christ, that each one may receive the things done in the body, according to what he has done, whether good or bad. Knowing, therefore, the terror of the Lord, we persuade men, but we are well known to God, and I also trust as well known to your consciousness. We, you know, whatever, whatever we do each and every day, we have to have Christ within us. We all, all of the things that we do in life have a consequence. We talked about, I talked about this just recently, that whatever we do, whatever you do has a consequence, has an end result, whether that's good or whether that's bad. But we know as representatives of Christ, as representatives of the kingdom, we are to have that love within us. We are to be the best vessels, the best disciples, the best representatives of Christ that we can be. And part of that is staying with, with the word of God. Part of that is, is being in prayer, speaking to the Father getting our instructions through the word. We want to have that good result. We, and not just because there's going to be a judgment one day. Yes, we, we know that. Whether you want to believe that or not, there's going to be a judgment one day. So let's be the, you know, I want to encourage you all to, to be the best disciple that you can be in this kingdom. Amen. Hey Amen. For those of you, you, know, you don't, you don't have that quite that relationship. You, you know, you, you, you don't went to the altar. You don't, 
you, you're doing all these things, you know, but God will tell you how simple it is. And the old head that you don't see, we want to make it even more simpler for you, you know, by getting you look. We, we're within the second month of the year. Things hadn't moved out of really out of place to the point that God still yet got the opportunity to help you in whatever it is in your life. If you truly hadn't failed, and don't think it's just something I'm just giving you. You know, the word of God talks about the prayer of salvation. Your salvation, your prayers are locked up in the kingdom. Your love, how you treat your brother and sister, unlock those gifts and those prayers that God has in store for you. So we always got the opportunity to give you the prayer of salvation. Listen to me. God loves you. Sin separated people from God. Jesus died for the remission of all our sins. The Bible got declares and declares creeds that we all can receive Christ. The Bible says all it is a simple confession with your mouth that Jesus believed in your heart that he raised him from the dead and you shall be saved. It doesn't matter if you said this a hundred times, forty times, or fifty times. Just, just hey, just, just say it with me. It, it, it's not, it's not hard. Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus, I repent of all my sins, open and hidden. The Father God, I know that you died for the remission of every one of my sins, and even the day you missed my sins, that your heart went out toward me. Jesus came inside of me, and Jesus, you are my Lord and my Savior. I believe that you died for the remission of every one of my sins, and you are raised from the dead. Fill me with your Holy Spirit. Thank you, Father, for saving me in the name of Jesus. Amen. Just don't take this word inside the church, your supermarkets, your corridors, wherever you are going out to eat, whatever you're going to be doing, let somebody know that you're serious about the work of the kingdom of God. And he really loves you, and he wants things to happen for you. Us here at Harvest New Life Church and Harvest New Life Studios, the woman of God is going to pray for you guys. Hey, look, we're out of here. I hope you took this message serious because we're going right back again next week talking about the same thing. Don't forget about the 20, the 12th. We're going back into Jericho, and we're going to see what happened when things seem to be captive and closed up in your life, how the power and the commands and the information of God to get you through any problem in your life. Come on, woman of God. Dear Lord, we thank you for this powerful word that came forth today. Lord, help us to open up our hearts. Open up, open up our heart and let that love come within us. Lord, we strive to be those representatives that you call us, those disciples, those vessels that you've called us to be. Help each and every one of us to broaden that gift within us. Open up our spiritual ears and open up our spiritual eyes that we may hear and see the direction that you have for each and every one of us as we go forth in this kingdom. We thank you, Lord, for the leader of this house. We thank you, Lord, for the powerful word and the guidance that you bring through him. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. 
No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly.